0: Good morning. Welcome. Uh, We're here in Charlotte this morning. It's uh, surprisingly cool. And uh, we're adjusting to the fluctuating weather, among other things. We're doing another day of this series, Living as Sojourners in the Time of Coronavirus. And I'm going to open this up in a word of prayer. Father, as we approach your word this morning, we just ask that we would not just read the words, but encounter your presence That we'd come and see you and what you have to say to your people. And also, Lord, what you have to say to those that don't know you yet. We just, uh, we want to be here with you this morning. Thank you for this time set apart for you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you haven't been challenged already by this series, I can guarantee you, you'll find today's challenging. Uh, as we continue on in First Peter in chapter 2, we've come to verses 13 to 17, and uh, it starts off, verse 13, in a very interesting way. It says, Submit yourselves for the Lord's sake to every human authority, whether to the emperor as your, the supreme authority, or to governors who are sent by him to punish those who do wrong and to commend those who do right. And we're going to pretty much the next few verses all relate to this verse here. Um, in the time of coronavirus, this is a very interesting thing, and these verses come to us at a very interesting point, as I'm sure you've been watching the news, uh, even if that's not the best idea all the time, um, but you've been on the news, you may have seen some of the things going on with certain Christian groups, uh, churches, pastors over the last 48 hours, um. But here we are at this verse It tells us to submit to all human authorities. Uh, Another way of saying this is be good citizens. There's some things that it says about that. First, it says, for the Lord's sake. We're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it because we want to honor God. But we're submitting to human authority. Uh, We're following the rules. We're being good citizens. We're not standing out unnecessarily. We're doing it, we're submitting to the emperor, or in our case that might be a parallel to the president of the United States, but we're also submitting to provincial governors, heads of state, city officials, governors, state governors, all that like, Um, because they are God's emissaries for keeping order. It says that they will come and they will punish those who do wrong and they reward those that do good. Um, you'll have to figure out what that means in our context, but that's what it tells us here. But the whole idea here is, as you continue on, it says to live honorable lives to by practicing good. Are you the kind of person that's living an honorable life? Do you even know what that means? What does it mean to be an honorable person? Well, it means to be honest. It means to be concerned with other people's well-being. It means to be doing good, going beyond yourself, being sacrificial. Um, these are some of the things that are wrapped up in that idea of being honorable, by practicing good, practicing justice, practicing righteousness. Um, but the whole idea here is not only redoing that, but in doing so, we are silencing accusations from ignorant people who believe you are a danger to society. Uh, all around the world, Christians are seen as a danger to society, and that hasn't changed in the last 2,000 years. There are things we believe that may seem to outsiders who don't know any different that we're just a bunch of subversives who are trying to upset the common state of things. But that's not really what Christianity is all about, is it? Now, following Jesus means bringing the kingdom of God, bringing things back into right order, uh, helping God to restore all that was lost in the Garden of Eden. And as we do so, as we practice good, as we practice the state of the Garden before the fall, then ignorant people can see that we aren't a dangerous society, but we're actually looking to improve society. This was true of the early Christians who the emperor in Rome thought them subversive just as the Jews were subversive in some ways. And so both Jews and Christians found ways to practice being good citizens. He goes on to tell us that uh, these ignorant or foolish people, um, they need to see who we are. So we get down to verse 16. It says, live as free people but did not use your freedom as a cover-up for evil. Live as God's slaves. Again, we're doing good. We're being just. We're being righteous. We're caring for the poor. We're doing what's right. And the government, although there was corruption then, just as there is now, generally, just as generally is the case now, are concerned with justice. And so we, too, need to be concerned with justice. Not because of them, but because of Jesus because we're living as honorable people who are honoring Jesus. We're not doing what is selfish, we're not doing what's evil, but we're doing what's good for the sake of all involved. For Christians, freedom meant freedom to be God's slaves rather than slaves of sin. This whole idea of being slaves of anybody is kind of an awkward thing for us in the 21st century. But being God's slaves, uh, he's a benevolent master. It doesn't mean that we are slaves in the way we think of slavery, but it means that we're indebted to him. We've given ourselves completely to him for his will, instead of us giving our will over to sin. But it also means freedom from the tyranny of the state, but also freedom to uphold the laws of the state as God's servants. We don't have to live under the tyranny because we don't belong to the state. But we also don't have to not obey the laws of the state. We still have a responsibility to be good citizens. It finishes this passage by saying, show proper respect to everyone or honor everyone. Do you show honor to people? Maybe because of their position? Maybe because they're just human beings? treating. The-